Let's bring in uh, co-selector of the Black Caps, Gavin Larson. Morning to you, Gav. Yeah, good morning, guys. Hey, first up, Mitchell Satin out for six to nine months. Just what is the story with his knee? Yeah, it's pretty disappointing news that we've uh, been working through over the last couple of days. So, look, he's been carrying a, a problematic sort of knee for the last month or so. And unfortunately, it's, it's got worse, progressively worse. And he, he had scans a couple of days ago and the news was bad. Um, he's got to undergo an operation sooner rather than later, which rules him out of this series. And um, in all probability, uh, you know, right through winter. So uh, just on a personal note, you know, I just really feel sorry for Mitch. He's taking his game to, to new levels, as we saw in the, in the ODI series. And, you know, he'll be back, but it's a big setback. And he loses out on 50 lark as well, uh, I understand. But so was, <laughs> was, was he batting through and, and playing through quite a bit of pain in front of our eyes in the last few weeks? Well, certainly through some pain. Um, I'm not sure the extent of it, but uh, look, not many cricketers, you know, play without some sort of pain. And, you know, he's had a little issue with that knee and the medical guys have done a great job in getting him onto the park. But look, it's just reached a point where um, the operation needs to be had now. And how about the fitness of Ross Taylor at the moment, Gavin, as we approach this test match? No, good, good. He's he's travelling nicely. Um, it's just precautionary. We, we pulled him from the um, the two Red Bull days that we're having. New Zealand eleven are kicking into life against England today up in up in Hamilton at Seddon Park, and you know Ross was uh, was sort of tagged to play a couple of days of that, but just precautionary. We, we we've moved him out, and he's he's on track nicely. Wow. Um, look, I was having a look through this, and um, Gavin, as I had a look at it, I thought again, so much of this seems to rest heavily on the success of Kane Williamson and, and Ross Taylor. I mean, you can't afford your your batsmen one through to six or whatever to, to perform like they did in the one day, is it? No, a different, different uh, form of the game. I think if you look back, we've actually had some, you know, I think some really good success from the, from the openers, from Tommy and from Jeet. You know, they've played really nicely. Um, you know, Jeet's looked at at home, really, in, in Test match cricket, uh, since he got the um, got the call up, you know, Kane and, and Ross, you did right, they're world class, and, and and you do want runs, um, you know, from those those superstar players. You know, Henry Nichols is looking more and more at home by the day in in Test match cricket, and got full confidence in him, um, you know, producing the goods, and and really really good to have B J Watling back. Um, you know, Tommy Blundell played really well against the West Indies, and and just great to have someone you know like him sitting in the in the background now, uh, but BJ is a is a proven Test match wicketkeeper and and batsman for us. Hasn't been doing much wicketkeeping though, has he, BJ Watling, because of the injury? So how's he tracking in that department? Yeah, no, look, he he he's done he's done more than enough actually. I was up in Fongaray for the last Plunkett Shield match uh, and watched ND play there, and I thought uh, BJ played really well. Uh, he moved well behind the stumps. He and and I mean he he looked like a like a teenager, to be, to be fair, you know, watching him in warm-ups, um, you know, moving nicely, had a good talk to him. He's not feeling any pain at all now, and he's he's 100%, you know, fresh and ready to go. Who had to make the call to Tom Blundell? Was that was that on you or Mike Hesson? Uh, yeah, no, I get that on. That was you, um, was it? Oh, great. Yeah, but to be fair, we've, we've been talking with Tom a lot about the way, you know, this might pan out, and, and he's fantastic, Tommy. Um, you know, I really respect him as a... You know, as a as a player and, and just just a human being, he, he he totally acknowledges that you know BJ's you know standing in Test match cricket and um, you know his pedigree and his experience. You know, it was always going to be that we'd you know move back to BJ if he was fit. Um, you know, Tommy Tommy is going to play a lot of cricket, I think, at the um, at the highest level. He's just got to bide his time now.
Mm, Gavin Larson uh, here with us. Uh, Gav, um, Todd Astle's in the team. Sodi is not in the team. We've gathered so far that it must be off the batting of Astle that, that gets him in. Is that what pushes him in front for you? Yes, well, well, well summarised. I mean, he, he, uh, I mean, his bowling, we believe, is top draw. Uh, you look at his record in, in domestic cricket, in Red Bull cricket, long form, it's, it's very, very good. Um, and, and Isha's going well too. But, you know, we've always seen Toddy as our sort of incumbent second spinner behind uh, Mitch, and with Mitch out now with injury, you know, Toddy will take his role, uh, and it's an all-rounder's role, you did right. So he's got the ability, and he's a very good batsman too, um, the ability to bat at number eight for us which sort of balances up that uh, up that 11 for us. Is he good enough as a spin bowler to win you a test on a day four or day five wicket? Certainly hope so, and that's why we've picked him. Um, so, you know, maybe maybe we'll see that, and, and maybe we won't. Depends on conditions. Uh, but, you know, the reason we've picked him is because he'll provide runs for us um, at, at number eight, we hope, and uh, also later in the, in the test as the game unfolds and, if the pitch dries off a little bit and, and, and it starts turning, then he'll come into his own. When you have a look through all the resources of, of players that you've got, right, so you can look through everybody here and choose anyone, is it is an area that you're looking for, perhaps that all-rounder like a, a Chris Cairns or a Dion Nash or, or a, a someone like, like that to really push their case through a bit more in the team? Uh, in terms of this particular team, well, I mean, Colin de Gronholm, I thought, played really well against the West Indies. Uh, I mean... <laughs> As per your intro, it seems like it's, it's six months ago, uh, but he played really well. You know, scored a, a Test hundred, magnificent hundred it was too. Um, bowled really well uh, when the conditions suited. So I mean, this is a couple of big tests for for, for Colin, but as it is for everyone. Um, and, and sitting, I mean, in terms of your question, I think back in the domestic game, you know, we're looking for all rounders are like gold dust. There's no doubt about that. Um, so we're always trying to develop uh, develop those guys and probably top order batters um, around our first class team. We're looking for you know bigger and more consistent performances from them. So Ish Sodi was going to be playing in the pink ball slash red ball game. I understand that has the plan for him has now changed. He will be playing Plunkett Shield for Northern. What's the rationale behind that move? Oh, look, it's primarily around uh, Toddy coming into the into our Test eleven now. Um, so we thought, look, we'll take Ish out of, of, of that particular, those four days up in Hamilton. We'll take get him back to, to Northern Districts where he can bowl a lot of overs um, over the next couple of games. And, and look, he is certainly in in consideration. Um, I mean, he played very, very well in the white ball cricket, as we, as we saw. And Ish is still, you know, a young leg spinner and developing his craft. And, you know, the next step for him is to, is to move that red ball cricket uh, game forward. Uh, I'll tell you what though I do get very excited uh, Gavin when I see the name Neil Wagner back because I know it's test cricket time and I'm, I always think it's funny when we have discussions about him here at work because he's always the, the last guy that anyone mentions until the game has happened and then he ends up being the first guy again just an incredible yeah. performer for you Yeah quite nice isn't it he just sort of can sail below the radar but uh, I mean you look at his record over the last couple of years just absolutely world class and I watched him Bowl for Otago against Central Districts up at Napier a couple of weeks ago, and um, boy, he was jumping out of his skin. He bowled a couple of extremely good spells and, and clever spells too. We know what he can do with the short ball, but you know, I thought his all-round game was in great shape. He's been getting some runs too, which has been which has been handy. But he's um, he's fighting fit, fresh, and, and and believe me, I think he's ready to go. 
Hey, uh, Gav, one guy whose name is probably on the periphery of the conversation would be Ajaz Patel, left-arm spinner, leading wicket-taker in the Plunkett Shield. Would that have been a like-for-like replacement for Mitchell Satner, and did you have that conversation? Yeah, look, I'm really excited about uh, Ajaz playing these four days up in Hamilton now. He's He's done a, a fantastic job for CD over the last three years. He's, he's, he's taken the most Plunkett Shield wickets. He's leading the wicket-taking table again this year. Um, he just his numbers don't lie. He's a, he's a very shrewd bowler, um, very hard to get away. Does turn the ball as well, uh, and you know I think it's really neat that we can we can get him into those four days now. And you know when you when you're talking about conditions that suit and maybe you know on the subcontinent trip to Dubai to play Pakistan later in the year, New Zealand A and the back caps, then it, it, it's great to be giving Ajaz a, a crack now. Hey, thanks, Gav. Appreciate your thoughts and I hope it goes well next week in the first test match at Eden Park. All good. Yeah, exciting times. Thanks, guys. Gavin Larson, co-selected with the Black Caps, Radio Sport, our international cricket with Ken and Ty, experts in equipment hire. Radio Sport Breakfast. Yeah, I like that kind of direction you took the interview there, NATO, when you talked about the Cairns Nash type of a player. You know the guy they need there to get that balance of the team absolutely bang on? Corey Anderson. As batsman and bowler. And remember, Corey could probably bat at the moment, but he wants to be back as an all-rounder. If his his back was up to the workload and he was bowling well, you'd have Corey Anderson at six, you'd have BJ Watling at seven, then you could afford to have four bowlers Mm. and Isodi would be one of them. Yeah. But, but but the balance is slightly out because the grand home is there and they had Santner sharing that all-rounder duty. And, and Jimmy Neesham was the other guy. And yeah, the, his, other guy too. his form has just died away so badly. Yeah. He's now not even in the conversation. Like, like if if I'm going to think in my head that De Granholm is is like those other guys, he needs to be bowling about an extra 15k an hour quicker and be a little more, more reliable with innings. Just a little more. I mean, I know he got a century there, and that, but you know what I mean? Like a little more reliable. I feel like they've had over 100 days to get this sorted and get the team perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you had a school project and you had way too much time oh, to do and it. Remember that and you'd spend at least 80% of it on the title page. Yes. <laughs>